Somebody got to be the adult in the room. No, oh. man, no adults in this room. Everybody's <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'll try not to interrupt, but I might do this if I'm like feeling angsty. Oh, gosh. That's, that's you every five minutes. I know. It's hard. <laughs> but this one, I'll be honest, I'm not angst, anxious or whatever. Anxious Andy's not out. I'm just deflated, defeated. That's it. Defeated. Ooh. That's what I'll be. Ooh, we're, we're, you know what we're doing? We're doing a cold open. We're, we're, we're not even going to do an intro. That's how we're starting. Right there. Because David's deflated. Andrew, you're de- you're 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 anxious, you're depressed, and me, I'm just like pain. pain. Like pain. Liverpool loses pain. to Brighton one 0 and it's another one of those games, guys, where it's just like we can't pull really anything positive out of it. Ah, uh, you you have Allison go down with injury before the game. Hopefully, it's just it was reported as illness. Hopefully, it's just like you know little sniffles, and he's going to be fine for the weekend, but. Hopefully he's got the shits. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Queen and Caliber comes in and the only goal is ironically off of a mistake by Nat Phillips, who otherwise played pretty well throughout the game. It's just one I don't of even those know if where qualified as a mistake, you know? Like he tried to clear he it. He tried That's to clear it and missed. And honestly, like Trent, like just when the ball comes over him, he just looks at it. Like he doesn't like track back. I think right? he's he waiting on Virgil Van Dyke to just get like, in there and boot it away. And he's like, Oh, that's right. We got to do it from the Academy. Yeah. And he's like, he just left him back there. And like, I think that some of that's communication. Like maybe Kelleher needs to be like, on, you know, someone needs to tell him that there's someone behind him, but he's just completely in no man's land. And then when, yeah, the header comes across, Phillips does what any center back would do. He flings a foot at it. And it <laughs> it's just like so unlucky that it just comes off the guy and goes in the goal, you know? Yeah, like, uh, I don't there, there was him. there was nothing positive in that game. Let's not pretend that there anything that was. So let's look yeah. at the stuff that was maybe less. Well, I, I don't know. Let, let, let's let's go straight into the bad. Let's lean straight into it. <laughs> I think that might have been Liverpool's worst game since. Like, I think that was worse than the Burnley game. To be honest, I think that was I their don't... worst game since Napoli a couple of years ago. In yeah, Champions I was League, thinking the where they just could thing. not complete a pass for yeah. the life of them. Like that's what that game kind of reminded me of. I mean, like yeah. Southampton, like at least you could be like, they all just looked dead. Like no one had any energy. Or you anything. had a little bit of an excuse, I guess, baked in for that. I moment. guess, but like that's, yeah. I mean, it was, that was pretty bad, but this was like every pass was falling short or going behind him so that he had, somebody would have to stop their run to, you know, save it from going out of bounds or something, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. Everything just had like no energy. And there wasn't much creativity to it. And like, I was surprised Milner stayed on after he had that little hammy thing in the first. We'll, 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 we'll get into the guys on the pitch, but just yeah. we'll, we'll stick with the overall quality of play right now. Andrew, I mean, you kind of agree with me that you felt like Napoli a couple of years ago. I mean, it was just yeah. it was a tough watch. Look, I mean, I'll try to keep it short. Sometimes I ramble. I mean, Divock Origi, sometimes I ramble. So Divock Origi tried to pass it to Trent and – I don't know what happened. And then you can see the frustration on Trent's face, like yelling back at him. He literally just looks at like, what are you doing? His hands like doing the same thing I do, almost putting him in his hand, uh, his hands in his face and stuff. And so that is a, a, you know, representative of, of, you know, today's performance. I wish, I wish we would have had some audio of Trent. Like he would have actually yelled out because I mean, I'm just imagining just in his full Scouse accent, just how glorious that would have sounded because that would have been the perfect (laughs) soundtrack to that game. Just like, what are you doing, Divock? 
give me a better pass mate like like yeah that was just the one where it's just like everyone's body language goes down immediately after the goal goes in for brighton like one of the things that was kind of defining to me was on the edge of the uh of the penalty area trent instead of trying to put a a shot on target he tries to whip in across and his center back is just standing there like seriously that's what you okay cleared it away like yeah. that was kind of emblematic of what was going on, David. We saw what we saw a couple of weeks ago. Rinse, repeat, same thing over and over again, not working, no. and it was frustrating. No, but that's not Andrew, true. You disagree? No, that's not true because remember we had this issue, and you know whether it's in one of our OLSC uh, official supporter clubs uh, WhatsApp groups or not, people were, or or whether when I was at the bar, people were like, "Why don't we shoot from distance?" Why don't we shoot from distance? Wow. You saw that online. And guess what? Ox shot from distance. How'd that work out? Well, that w- there was only what? One shot that was outside like the one. Oh, well, but yeah. we shot from distance, Darius. We we changed it up, clearly. So don't give me that bullshit. That, well, doing you know, it one same- time is not like, yeah. okay, so the whole shooting from outside the box thing, that's like in basketball, three-point shooting, trying to stretch the defense and give them something to think about. It's not a threat if you do I'm it honest. one time. Instead, you're just banging in crosses when Brighton's playing like Shaq, Yao Ming, and like they and had the monsters at the back, and you're trying to go over the, the biggest team in the league. Like they got fucking <laughs> six nine guys out there. It's like power, uh, uh, just a back line of power right. forwards, and we're banging in crosses. Yo, like, um, going at Mo in the middle, like NBA well, talk is going over your head. Uh, up top. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> well, uh, no, I get it. Okay, tall guys. I get it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, no like, I'm being a little. Maybe I'm using this wrong. This word wrong. Fishies. Whatever. I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Anyway, that's it. Um, I'm being sarcastic a little bit. Yeah, we pretty much did the same thing. It just didn't work out. Um, and what what Klopp said um, after the game, it, you know, you you could say it as an excuse, but I, I, you know, I think most of the time he's honest in terms of you know they're just mentally, just not there, you know, mentally and physically fatigued and. Yeah. I, I just there. I, I obviously, if I knew the solution, I'd be in the staff, right? And I don't know the solution. That's the most most frustrating thing because, you know, as a Liverpool supporter for X amount of years, this is more of the um, the norm of losing and or having problems against low block sides, shitty opponents, right? The last few years we've been spoiled in terms of we get the one nils, we get the two and ones, you know, two zeros. Or you know, blowing teams away, um, but but again, look, we had what do we have? Like eight first team players on the sidelines right now. All right, so let's let's. I, I'll, you know, I, I was actually thinking about this going into the game. So let's go through it. When you look at Liverpool's preferred side going into the season, Allison in goal, out. Trent Alexander Arnold. Well, he was in there. He was okay. Joel Matip or Joe Gomez. Oh, it doesn't matter who you'd have at center back because they were both out. Virgil van Dijk, out. At left back, Rabo, he was in there. Fabinho, well, he's been out of position all year, but also out. Jordan Henderson, he was in there, but playing out of position. Genie Wijnaldum, he exists. And then for your front three, Sadio Mane, also out. Literally half the team was out. So when you have that, of course, you're going to look bad. But to, to see the performance that you had against... Brighton, you still had enough to go and, if for nothing else, pepper 
the goal. Go and get some shots on goal. And they had what all of two shots on target. Like there, there, there was really no threat. It was, it was a toothless attack today. No, and like players that I feel like should change the game. You know, like I don't want to be. I'm not bashing him. Okay, like I don't think that he's been like like he's like against West Ham. I thought he was excellent, but Tiago was very quiet today. He was just kind of there. I just feel like Genie was awful today. Is <laughs> but he kind of. I'm like I want to give him a pass though because. The guy's played. Has he played he's every literally, minute of yeah, every game? Exactly. Ball. Like he's got no legs, so I can't even give him a hard time. Bobby, though, like he can't string together two good games right now, and I it makes it begs no the question sense. of like, shouldn't we maybe have just play, kept Minamino and kept playing him? I mean, I get it from a financial perspective, the the Minamino move, because his loan fee will pay for Ben Davis or whatever. But at the same time, like, I, I'm just like, couldn't you have put that player in there and seen how he done? I don't know. Because Bobby's yeah. been real, like, sporadically up, and then the rest of it's just been down all season so, long. So let, let's Mo, kinda, being, yeah. Mo being Mo, like, he's always been inefficient. Ever since he signed, like, he scored 40, what was it, 42 goals or 44 goals? I can't remember that one season, his first 17, season. 18. But he probably could have had 75 if he was efficient, like it was insane how many chances he blew that season and still ended up with 44 goals this season. I feel for him. Cause he's like doing pretty good. He's got 15. He's the league leader. He's really still is. good. But like, you look at that one in the first half with Hendo putting it right on his foot, like, come on. And then he just chips it. Like, I'm like, just simple shit, man. Like it doesn't always have to go top corner. Just put it on frame, make this keeper work. Yeah. Later in the game, Trent hits him with a nice sharp cross and he try he does his best, but he doesn't get it on frame. And I'm just like, dude, we need you to fucking hit the net right now. Like it doesn't even or just get it on frame. Just test like, isn't that the make problem though? We can't we can't rely on him. We can't or no no, hold on. Let me let me rephrase that because you're gonna dissect my addiction. Hold on. We shouldn't rely on only one player is my point. Oh, no, I know. agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody so, else well, no team up. ever does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's not, not how point. you play football. And, and it's just <laughs> you not, can't. Yeah, but like, and who's going to do it? Though. And it's just not yeah, happening. Yeah, who's going to do it? Like, Shaq was not that great today. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody nobody was particularly good outside of, like, Mo was at least getting in dangerous positions and, and creating things for himself. So <clears> I don't even fault him. Like I don't, I can't even fault him. That uh, much. I mean, I'll fault him for. I mean, I'll fault him a couple of sitters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, I'll fa- I'll fault him a little bit, but like, but his overall play, I, I sh- yeah, yeah, I like he's you. in the right places, he's doing the right things, and I can't even say that for half the rest of them. You know, what I mean? like, he wasn't giving the ball away with regularity, but no, also the, the substitutions <laughs> that 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 Klopp made weren't weren't inspiring, and again, it seems that. Again, okay, but fans, so what do we know? But it seems like they're a little too late. The, um, the only thing, the only thing you can you really I mean? say is either the timing of them or well, the wrong guy was taken off. Because I think there's a lot when you look at the fact that James Milner, as David mentioned, not even five minutes into the game, he's filling his hamstring. He had already mentioned during the West Ham game when he was taken off, he was filling his hamstring. He played 90 minutes, he played the full match, and yeah. he is he started not taking games in eleven days at the right. age of thirty-five. And he's as long. amazing as he is, he is 35. So yeah. dude needs when, recovery time. Yeah. When you want to say, unless he's on the Tom Brady diet, 
<laughs> unless he's on the Tom Brady diet, sure. Okay, so <laughs> unless you want to say, hey, why aren't you taking Milner off there, which I would be 100% backing that, my point is, who are you, who are you going to? Uninspired off the bench, who are you going to off the bench? Right. Who are you pulling Ox is, uh, Ox is long distance uh, Ox? worldies, duh. Yeah. Shooting from distance. Maybe there you is? could say get him on earlier. No, but like I just... Ox, Ox was like they haven't the had it. His he hasn't had it since he's been back from injury. It's been he's been like a ghost of himself. Now today, at least he was doing the running. Like he was getting he was winning the ball back yeah. a little bit. He was trying, but like didn't really bring as much to the attack as like what you kind of hope for for that player. Divock, I'm at a loss right now. <laughs> like he exists. That's I think all I got on if that. you're just gonna have to like create a system in which when he comes on the field, we change to this because it's the only way this player can play. And I think it's got to be like a four-two-three-one, something that like just he's up top. You're gonna give him the ball at his feet, running towards goal. You can't you can't even ping crosses at him right now because he's literally just standing there and watching the opposing center back win it. And I'm like, fight for like attack the ball, dude. You're he's always waiting for it to come to him now. Like it's I like don't I don't want to be rude, much but it's like as it. if he took every time I see him on the pitch, it's like he just took a muscle relaxer before going on. He's just, <laughs> he's just so chill. He's just like, you know what? I'm just yeah. doing my thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Divock, he he falls into the category of player because he is. When he's at his best, you see it. He's a smooth athlete, right? Where it's like he doesn't yeah. look like he's working hard, running hard, because exactly, he doesn't yeah. pump his arms on all this. But because of that, when he plays like shit, it's like, it oh, like he's, he's not trying. He's lazy. Yeah. And people will, will yeah. throw that kind of stuff at him. But it's just like, like he's the, just. It's the lack of aggression out of him. That's what kind of bugs me. It's like, because yeah, if you to play that forward role, like you got to chase the game a little bit. But that's Look the thing. Bobby. He's not the same kind of forward as the rest of the front three. He's a completely Which different Which is why he doesn't player. fit our system. That's why he doesn't fit the system. Which is why everyone's like, well, why didn't you just sell him then? Yeah. Now, you, yeah, you can get into the, well, they weren't going to get enough money back. Okay, sure. You should be asking for as much as you But you know what? We only paid Whatever. 10 and a half for that player. So like, how much do you have to really get? Because yeah, if you feel like you can get 25, 30, like you do want to well, at this point, out. you could say, okay, well, he, he scored a goal, a, goal, a winning goal in a European cup final. He had a goal, uh, two goals against Barcelona and what was arguably the greatest comeback of all time. Like he's had some really good moments with us. Well, I, I think like it's games like the Everton game. That's where I really pull it. If I want to say, yeah. here's your Devak Origi. Like yeah. his first touch, beautiful on a ball over the top. Another one is he, when he's in the box and he's just working one twos. Like he looks good on the end of stuff. It's just when you ask him to play like Sadio Mane, or you ask him to play like Roberto Firmino, or you ask him to play like Mohamed Salah, and it's it. like no, he can't do that because he's not. Which that is dude. why, if you're going to put him on the pitch, you've got to put him in a position where he doesn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it just comes back to like with the players missing. It's not just the fact that. Liverpool have been missing talented guys and the replacements aren't as good. It's not even necessarily that. It's that the squad is built in a way where every single player has such an integral role. And when you don't have that player in that role, it doesn't work. They've built a machine. They built a a speed car, but you're now taking the engine and you're moving it further back. And then you're going to try to take the brakes and you're going to apply it onto the lights and you're crossing all these different cables of course it's not going to work like liverpool are in a spot where they've taken this final old machine 
and they're using spare parts, of course, it's going to look different. So yeah. that's, that's, I think the biggest thing when you look at players like Divock Origi, yeah, he's, he's a good footballer in a different system or a different team, but for Liverpool, I don't know if it's going to like work. Like we've all said, if you put him in Lille, he'll probably score like 26 sure. a season. Absolutely. <laughs> you know I mean? He's a good footballer. That's why it's so frustrating when you see him, Shakiri, when you see these guys, Tiago, and it doesn't work for Liverpool. Liverpool have been assembled in a certain way. And when you don't have all of those right pieces fitting in the right places, this is what you well, get. Then, if, then what's the point of the squad? Like, I see what you're saying, but at some point, there, I think there's a line, and I think I just want to distinguish it. Where I'll answer is you have a squad, question, but go you, ahead. You have a squad and you, you know, you, you need to utilize them in some games, but to the point of what you what we were saying earlier of changing the whole squad where we have half players gone. In other words, we have half squad players in the starting eleven. That's where that line starts to stretch and it becomes a little bit more difficult, like mathematically, to be like, oh, okay, let's we can, you know, pull the three points together. But it's just frustrating because, you know. For you know, for the Twitter fan, you you look at well, why can't we just be like City? They have everyone, and they just have a they have an A team and a B team, and they still win games. Well, we don't have an uh, a damn owner that has a, a government behind him, right? So it is what it is, and we have to work with what we have. But it, it's still frustrating because you you know, obviously, you want to be there, and then considering our success, you you just expect well, that's success. yeah, you, you want to keep it going, and it, huh? Well, I was going to say part of that is just a green, envious green argument. Grass is greener on the other side. Why right, can't right. we have what they have? Well, right, you can't. Right, right. Like that's, you, but that's also not the way that the team I'm not. Operates. I'm not. Hold on, don't attack me. I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm not. I'm not attacking. Yeah, yeah, I'm, but I'm saying. but it's just it's just frustrating that you know you expect these people that their job is to put the ball in the back of the net. For example, I'm looking at you, Origi, against Burnley. Um, and, and it's just not happening. And it's just one of those years. It's like 2020 was shit for everyone but Liverpool. And now it's reverse. All right. Well, <laughs> like well, well, well here's the thing. 2021 is still shit for everyone. It's just, it's it also yeah. shit yeah. for Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, how about <laughs> Thank this? Thank you for, for correcting me. Yes. But right. as you bring up City, I think it's interesting you bring up City in that way of like, oh, how come we can't have a second and third team like they do? All right. So it's, you actually pointed this out, Andrew that what? what's happening for Liverpool this year with the injuries now to a grander extent, but it's similar to what happened with city last year when city had to put Fernandinho in the central defense. Now with all of those injuries, with all of everything going the way it went for city last year, how far did they finish behind Liverpool again? Like 20, 18 points. points. 18 points. There you go. Do you yeah. think now, obviously it looks bad right now. Do you think Liverpool are about to finish 18 points behind Manchester City. It's possible. Maybe. Doesn't now, if they keep playing like they did against Brighton, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but yeah. I'm willing to bet that Liverpool is still doing a better job of bridging the gap through all of the injuries that they've been through than most teams, including the all-world city that we saw last year. So I, I just like that, that kind of – that kind of informs why I'm not as pissed off as maybe everyone else is just because I recognize like, look, this has the injuries as much as it sounds like we're just moaning about injuries. It does have a, a profound impact. And I feel like they're doing the best they can with it. Honestly, I don't feel like there's as there's not a ton more they can do. We can question yeah, you're, you're talking about stuff, like, but it's like guys that are missing, like Virgil van Dyke's massive. All world guys. 
He's huge for everybody in that locker room. He changed the locker room when he showed up. They said it like the mo- the day he walked in, everything changed. You know, like that was what two years ago, three three years ago now, this month or last month that he came in and completely changed everything, and then then it's just gone. Yeah, of course it's going to have a huge effect. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, We're going to go and take a look at uh, the interview that Andrew did with uh, Cody Graves. It was a really good watch. Uh, So we're going to play a little clip for that. When we come back, uh, we're going to shit on the other players, not just Devo Carini. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen so many Liverpool fans in one place at that at that time. Um, like a comic book convention for Liverpool fans. Yeah. And <laughs> even though the game happened the way it was, still, like, the beforehand with the fans playing, everyone's fucking hype. We're all singing, you know, all the songs and all right, that right, stuff. Right. I brought my piercer with me because he was off that day. I was just like, hey, you want to come hang out at the bar? And he was just like, he had no idea what the hell was going on. He was just right. blown Can away. You imagine? Yeah. Oh, dude. I, yeah. It was, it was like being at a, the hypest concert you could be at during the day for football. Um, but that game being there, I was like, okay, if they're if they're back at this place next season, I am going to make it a point to come to as many games as possible. I will change the schedule around. I, I want to be more involved. And that, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what I did. All right. So, you know what? I feel like I'm in a pretty decent enough mood. Let's not crap on the rest of the Liverpool players. Let's, oh, okay. let's, let's ask a, a big picture question. Uh, Robbo brought it up after the game today. Liverpool currently not in a title fight, not in the title race. Now they are currently seven points back of City. City with the game in hand. Two teams play on Sunday at Anfield. It does feel kind of dire at the moment. A lot of pessimistic fans have been saying for weeks now, oh, it's over, it's over, it's over. As soon as Liverpool fell behind City, people were saying it's over. But as we look at things right now, 22 games in, Liverpool off the pace. But again, starting to get healthier, did bring in center backs. But is it too little too late, Andrew? Should we wave the white flag on the season? season no title race possibly i mean there's some math in there that we could you know do some things but on the title race i think andy's not you know my cousin from another mother or whatever is uh, not wrong on that one but that being said you know um i think in our preseason podcast we we asked ourselves you know where would we finish or what would be success and you know not all of us said a, a title win so we just got to keep that in mind um, and that was with the knowledge of, or the idea that Van Dyke would be there and Gomez. And I wasn't and imagining right. half the squad going down. Yeah, exactly. That's my point, right? So I think I, for example, I think I said third, or or maybe David said third. It doesn't really matter. Point is, as long as the season's not a bust or a complete "quote unquote" failure, if we get in the top four. Now, if we finish outside the top four, um, I'm gonna go on vacation and um, with no internet. And uh, what's the math? Yeah, good luck with that. 
You said there's some maths. Yeah, come on, Bishak. So ba- basically, look, you know, City has this amazing run right now. They have had 13 games winning streak, I think. Now, their next few games are, are, you know, statistically a little bit tougher. So if those opponents do things for us, then maybe that can bridge the gap, assuming we play well and win our games. But again, that's requiring a lot on our part. It's out of our hands. But since it is out of our hands, we need them to slip up, and they can slip up, number one, on Sunday against us. And then they play Mourinho. Uh, then Ancelotti, West Ham, and United. Those are their next games. So I don't think they get uh, out of 15 points. I don't think they get all 15, right? So they're, they're going to be dropping some points here. Um, it's just a question of how many, and obviously we can, we can do the damage and get, you know, take three points from them on Sunday. And then again, then we would have to go on a run though. So there's some math that we can close the gap and then hopefully later on, you know, they they might slip up in April, uh, you know, late March, something may happen, but again, we have to be almost perfect from now on. And you know, that's going to be tough. It doesn't look likely at the moment. Yeah, like I, I think we could maybe go on a run these next because we have what City, Leicester, Leicester, Everton, Leipzig, and then Everton. Right, that's yeah. like our next four games. And no, we'll have- sides <laughs> in there. Huh? Bless you. Sheffield right after that. And then Sheffield yeah. right after that. Until Sheffield, no low block sides. No, so. you know what? Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, you know what's, what's weirdest about that is like the game. You feel is- good going into that stretch. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, yeah, the rest of it I'm fine with, but the Sheffield game, I'm like, oh, that's the one you're worried about. That's yeah. the one I'm worried about. Because yeah. that's yeah. the one that we're definitely going to struggle against yeah. this fucking, you know, nine foot. Unless, unless Jota's back in that game and maybe that changes things. Um, maybe. But I'm hoping. But yeah, yeah that, that's a tough one, though. And then you have Fulham after Sheffield. Yeah. And then you have the Leipzig. That, and then Wolves. that doesn't scare me too much just because they're so shit and no i don't know i, I just feel like we can definitely i mean that does scare me what am i talking well they have about? a they have, they have a great keeper in areola so you never know he could have a great and we're playing at home which obviously we haven't scored a goal at home did you hear that year, so. just to just to drop a little transfer humor in there you know they were talking about getting paul areola the um u.s national team guy and i just saw That's somebody be like oh come on they've got to get him they'll have two areolas <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that that was a that was a that was a, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh moving on, Darius, what? <laughs> well, I don't think that you guys are necessarily wrong in doubting what is gonna happen over the next uh what's it now, 16 games left. Uh it it doesn't look great for trying to win the title, but at the same time, I mean it's it's not over. It's just, I mean, no, 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 no. Look, look, look. Let me put it another way. In a normal season, back, remember when Liverpool were not title contenders, right? And we'd be looking at the Chelsea's and United's and the, and the, and the, yeah. and the cities, right? And you would go into February and you would say, oh, Chelsea's has a 10 point lead. Oh, yeah, the title's done. Remember when Conte won the league in his first season? I think it was his first season. Like, no one really said it, but like that shit was done by Christmas because he had sure. like, no, you know, an extra. Ex- X lead. So in other words, what I'm saying is if we didn't have a dog in the fight, right, we would be saying the same thing. We'd be like, ah, nah, they they're most definitely in the driver's seat. 
Number one, that's a fact. My my dog can see that. But also, you got to admit that you know the likelihood of them slipping up, considering um, you know their talent level, the squad. Even though I don't like their manager, their manager, and so on and so forth. You know, it, it, it's it's a, it's a tough hill to climb. Now, what we have to focus on is make sure we get that monies, because that's all that matters. We all and about the, the Benjamins. League, sure, yeah. We all about the monies, because if we don't got no monies, we don't get no players. We don't get no players. We don't continue the success, right? So for me, it's all about the money securing the Benjamins or the or the Queens. I don't know what's on the hundred dollar hundred pound. I don't even know. But you get my point, right? Paper, yeah. So we just gotta. At this moment in time, we just got to secure that place. And then we can talk about maybe maybe we have a big summer. Maybe we get, you know, an $80 trillion center back or, you know, Mbappe 2021. We get Nike involved. Maybe. Well, I, I mean, I, I think one of the biggest reasons to look forward to next year, if you do want to, if you're like anyone who's out there who mentally wants to move past this season, I get it. This year has not been fun. I think the biggest thing to look forward to is having Liverpool players healthy. Like yeah. having yeah. the players they're supposed to have. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ah, Look, I'm going to wave the white I'm going to wave the white not true, flag. Though. I'm no, not waving the white flag, but if anyone no, 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 wants no, no, to, no. go ahead. I don't blame ahead, you. No, I'm, I'm going to wave the white flag on the title challenge, maybe, but not the season as a whole. Yeah. Like there's still things going on, you know, like we'd still have to compete for top Oh, four. but you know it's not the same. People who are just watching just yeah, because that's not. what they do. It's like, but all right, cares? I'm just watching the game. I don't there's care what other, There's people who are just watching because they, you know, they thought we were going to be in a title race, and then there's the rest of us. Like I can remember, yeah. you know, that's no, that's true though. People who will just been, they'll get their Google alert, and that's all they're going to follow. Exactly, and like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that's that true. about the title because, like, based on previous experiences, you know, like in the like I've been a Liverpool fan for what 16 years now. Mm-hmm. In those, we've cha- seriously challenged for a title maybe five times. So, you I mean, you've had more of years like this than you've had like yeah, the last more two. times than not. Exactly. You're not exactly. winning the title. I know what not winning the title very much feels like. And this year has a feeling like this is it's that's what this is going to be like. This is going to be a top four slog just because the results are getting a little bit of consistency to them, right? Like even when we were yeah. winning, there were times it wasn't pretty. we weren't playing very yeah. good. Yeah. Right. And so like we haven't been that at our best for worried, a while. Yeah. And I don't think I think that we got away with it for a little bit, but over the course of a season, you can't get away with it that much. And they might hit a rich fan of form, but I don't think that I think that where they've put themselves, it may be too much ground to make up. And that look, that's okay. It happens, you know these are teams made out of human beings we keep talking about trying to chase perfection for a third straight season it's always and with all the injuries and everything that's happened and now you're going into this stretch where you've got to win a bunch of games and you're trying to bet in two brand new players you're trying to get tiago into a good flow or just figure out where to play him yeah or just figure out where to play him (laughs) you're trying to get you got to bring jota back from injury and get him back up to speed these are all key players, you know. So, but you, you've got you got yeah. some guys that are out of form in Trent and Bobby, who are key key pieces of what we've done in recent years, but haven't been themselves this season. So you're battling all this. Like, the thing that gives me hope, though, is okay. In 2005, we were shit in the league, absolute shit, and somehow managed to win 
the champions league and we got a reputation back then for being a cup team right like we were a team that was just like you we would never we oh seven or yeah two, 2006 2007 didn't we were in the top four but we didn't really contend for the league at all but we went to the champions league final 2017 18 were fourth had a lot of kind of crappy results against sides we probably should have beat but finish fourth but go to a champions league final like you can be not great in the league but still great in the cup so i i feel like you never know like with your, your liverpool in europe you just never know and even though we the problem is is that we don't have the fans and i know it's killing the players but you still just never know you just like with this team I, you know they might pull something out of their hat and win the damn champions league but finish ninth I was going to say sticking with, but sticking with that and, and to kind of back you up on that, we've seen clearly that when Liverpool face teams, no matter the quality of the opponent, but teams who want to sit back and sit in and sit deep, Liverpool have had issues with that all season. What are you not about to see in Europe? Teams who don't want to play football. You're going to see teams They're who are going play. after it. They're going to play unless they run into Atletico Madrid. That would be a nightmare. That was a yeah, nightmare only, last year. I mean, It'll be a nightmare this year. It'd be even worse. At least. Year. At least for the very short term, you're right because we're gonna play Nagelsmann. He's at Leipzig. He yeah, he won't park the bus. If he right. So at, at right. the very but least, right about that. Yeah. At the very least, if we're watching Liverpool get beat in Europe, it'll be like what we saw with the FA Cup with United. Okay, they made mistakes. Liverpool weren't up to it. Fine. At this point, though, I think at least from a quality standpoint, I'd rather be watching that than watching what we're watching right now with Liverpool giving the ball and just can't finish because the biggest issue over the uh, month period of the blip, which is now looking more like a little trend was the fact that against teams like Fulham and West Brom and against these low black sides, they had plenty of opportunities and were just wasteful. And I think that's, what's just been so frustrating with it too, which is why so many people are just like, eh, I'm, I'm done with this team. They're not They're not good enough where it's like maybe it's a little bit of a false result in the same way where you mentioned earlier, they weren't playing all that well, but they were getting results. Now it almost feels like, well, they've been playing a little bit better, but they haven't been getting results because it's, they haven't been as clinical. So I, I wonder if there is a little bit of a correction that might happen where Liverpool do start playing better as soon as they start putting the ball in the back of the net. I mean, it's, it's a make or miss league, right? Like if you make the ball it's go possible. in the net, you get three points. Like that's usually how that happens. And look, who knows, you know, maybe the new personalities come in and just change something. I think it's going to be interesting to see what he does with the center backs. I heard a theory uh, on a, uh, some other shows and just like, it's kind of making the rounds on the internet right now of like what he's going to do with the new guys and five at the back. Yeah, no, it's going to be <laughs> like, they're saying basically the theory is that, they bought him to like pair with Fabinho and Henderson, but so Fabinho and Henderson won't play in the back together anymore. You'd have like, like Henderson and Kabak would play together, and Kabak. I don't know. Have you watched any of his YouTube highlights? Kabak. No. He is about my height, six foot, six foot one, but yeah. he's good in the air. He is 
a leaper. He's good at it, dude, he's like he can get up too. He's super physical. Yeah, like he's loves quick. a tackle. He's quick. Yeah, he's quick. Yeah, and he kind of reminds me of Dejan Lovren. <laughs> like his he style, is very much so Dejan Lovren. He's yeah, reckless, <laughs> like a more athletic young Dejan yeah, yeah, Lovren. Yeah. That's what he makes me think of. Yes, that's good. So I'm like, he's a good Lovren replacement. And if you paired him next to somebody like Hendo, who can play the ball a little bit who's maybe more of a stay on your feet type and just keep things in front of you. And that's the interesting that's thing. Not a bad Hendo has not been the risk taker at center back. He's been the guy who's kind of like shouldering the load stays back and is more conservative where he'll play the long ball. Like <laughs> uh, it might sound kind of weird. Right. But honestly, he's been the more direct Virgil van Dyke type player totally. of anyone else who's played center back this season totally. Jordan Fabinho doesn't look Fabinho like, is like, reckless as hell job but he does, does, <laughs> does he well but on that yeah. left side like getting it out uh, on to somebody else's feet is like a little bit of a challenge I think if you put him on the right side you'd get more out of him from a passing perspective and then that's why they bought Ben Davis right so mm-hmm. he or Davis so left, I, it's pronounced Davis I think all but the English folks are saying Davis, but I'm pretty da- sure Davies, it's spelled Davies, Davies, so Preston I'm going to say Davies. Can we call him Because it's a Welsh thing. It's so like the Welsh say they spell oh, that, but they say Davis. But I don't know if he's Welsh or if he's just... No, he's English. Guy. He's English. Well, he's by birth, but is he Welsh descent? You know what I mean? Like, is that his family uh, uh, bloodline? Uh, well, okay. uh, oh, he gets his oh, name are we getting into a Queeving kind of debate? Like, just different pronunciations? Like, can we yeah, just call maybe. him Preston? Anyways. <laughs> Ben Move Davis on. is supposed to be like a guy who can play with the ball at his feet. He's mm-hmm. a good passer. You know, he can dribble out of the back a little bit. So next to Fabinho, in theory, that makes a lot of sense, right? Or like even next to Nat Phillips, that would make a lot of sense. Those two together would probably make a, a good pairing in terms of maybe you know, balancing yeah. each other's skills out. We'll just have to see. I don't know, but like maybe those personalities come in. You know, he was the captain at Preston, and mm. Kabak seems like a character. I don't know. Did you guys see his uh, his Twitter profile? Well, <laughs> the know, only thing I'm look at it now. The only thing oh. that I, I can go for as he's looking this up, the fact that he is a big Virgil Van Dyke fan. Like we saw it during yeah. the summer when they were kind of uh, hinting, like, "Hey, this Kabak kid, maybe that's someone who'd want to sign for Liverpool." The reason why it came up. He had an autographed Virgil van Dyke shirt and he's holding it up to the camera, loving it. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. like he is the uh, biggest fanboy of Virgil van Dyke. You're going to meet not even gotten on a plane yet. And he'd already posted a picture of himself superimposed into a Liverpool uniform, like mm-hmm. on the field. So and he, he was, he was about that Photoshop life. He was ready yeah, for did it. Did you read yeah. the goodbye letter he sent? Like to Schalke fans, I was just like, you know, no, what did he say? Home, right, like you might have to go back. <laughs> he was like, no, I'm not going back. No, no, that, that was funny. In his first interview, actually, with LFC TV, he already was talking about, I'm looking forward to next season when the fans are back in. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa buddy, you well, ain't yeah, actually you here. You're all alone. Totally. You got to earn that. <laughs> this is an internship. <laughs> this is an hey, internship. man, but hey, no, but. <laughs> You know what? You we laugh at that now, but that's exactly. No, I love kind it. Of I want that mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. from him. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm just checking. I'm just checking that. Yeah, yeah. Page I like, love that kind of confidence, man. Like, yes. he totally believes in himself that he's. That's done. that is absolutely. Fantastic. And going back to uh, or not uh, going back to Dejan Lovren, that is 100 out of the Dejan Lovren book. I am the greatest defender in the world. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't agree, but do you, man? Believe in yourself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
No, it's 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 he's got last dance mentality, man. Like, yeah, that's it, baby. That's it. Last dance. That's it. I, that's all I need. No, that's like, all I need in my life. Hey, man, you get those guys in, and maybe it livens things up in yeah. the locker room. <laughs> maybe they bring something. You know, the thing about not replacing Lover, and I was kind of like surprised that he went for so little, and they just didn't do anything to replace him. That guy speaks eight languages. Yeah. You can connect to anybody. He was like a glue guy in the locker room. Like he was mm-hmm. friends with everybody. He was very much a character that held things together. And you'd kill for him this year because he'd keep things going, you know, yeah. like he would, he would be that same type of character in the locker room. Well, maybe we need it. I don't know, you know, and maybe one of these two can kind of give a spark to it. I know Hendo's like the glue guy in a lot of ways, but you know, it can't just be one dude. You've got to have several characters in a team. And I think Robbo is one of those guys. Absolutely. But, you know, Virgil was a big one. It was a big one. Well, because out. Virgil was a dude when he just stands in, you just see this big hulking man just like, confidence whoa, okay. Him. He's behind me. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. If I get beat, he's got this. Like, I can just do whatever because y'all, we got a Hulk. Like that's what it is. It's it's the scene. It's the scene in the first Avengers where it's just like, yeah, we have a Hulk. So yeah. what? What are you gonna do? So yeah, it, it does inspire confidence having those kind of personalities, that kind of calmness, and then obviously, yeah, that kind of stature um, in in some of your more important positions. So well, yeah, should we okay. should we make predictions on these two signings? <laughs> Obviously, one's on loan and one. I feel like that's uh, unfair. That's unfair. No, because... no, no. But why don't we have so that way we can later on at the end of the season we can look at back and say oh or you know why don't we why don't we do that why don't we say well, well, hey. well here's the thing it's 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 distorted by two things first off Kabak he's only twenty years old so you got to remember that like he's going to be inconsistent simply because of his age it's simple prediction of. And then maybe Davis example, has Kappa, never does played. Or does he go? He's never. And then Davis has never played at this level. So exactly. that's all you want to do: fun. stay or go. Uh, Kovac staying. I think he stays. Okay. It just mathematically it makes too much sense. And <laughs> I mean, I love his confidence. He's he's staying. That's it. He's staying. I see it. I see it happening. I think Davis has a really good shot of staying. Believe it or not, just because he's played left back, he's played center back, he's played in a three man back line. He counts as a homegrown player. You're probably going to get him on like 50K a week or some crazy cheap thing. And his expect his like, what is he ever expecting? Like when, let's say Virgil van Dyke and Joe Gomez do come back and they're fully healthy and they turn into themselves again, which by the way, is not a guarantee. So like he's, is he that uncomfortable with the idea of being like a fifth choice? Yeah. He could choice? stay and then we get rid of Costas. In the summer, well, let's loan let's, him out. Yeah, yeah no, because you would you would get rid of Costa. Maybe loan you him think, out. Yeah, exactly. You loan him out because then you free up another uh, foreign player. You would yeah. keep Davis so that way he can uh, understudy Robbo, and then just in case be another you know six choice or whatever center back or whatever the case is. Or yeah, like no, Klopp and then even the out in the interview when he would, they were asking him about him, he was like. You know, he's played different positions. He's played in a three-man back line. I'm like, does a player who's played in a three-man back line, maybe is that a little bit more attractive to you for a reason? 
or is that just like something he's saying but like it does give him a tactical flexibility mm -hmm. that he yeah. wouldn't otherwise have and like let's say you want to you know do something different for an fa cup match because you're light on defenders or you need to give your defenders a rest or whatever like yeah you could switch to a three-man back line and then give yourselves a little bit of a different tactical look. Well, how, how beneficial would that be? The three at the back, because Rabo and Trent already basically play as wingers. So if you, you take away their the defensive back. responsibilities <laughs> and just tell them, go ahead, bomb on, go, go for it. Yeah. Like that's your main focus now is yeah. that, and then, yeah, get back. But we, we have guys back here. We don't need to say Hendo, you got to cover for Trent or Jeannie. You don't you have to go over there. Or, or if it's Tiago on the left, like, no, Fabinho, yeah, we don't have to play you. You're good. Like, yeah, and like, like you know, you can put on three attacking midfielders uh, or box, box midfielders. If those are like the pairings that we're looking at for this season, where yeah. it's going to be like, you know, Hendo or yeah, Hendo and Kabak, well, then you could play Fabinho in the midfield. You know, Got if it's it. uh, Fabinho and Davis, you could play hendo in the midfield so at least it gets us one of those key midfielders that we've been missing their presence i just want to see it i just want to see it once this season if i see it once this season i swear i'm i don't care what the result of that game is fabinho, i'm going Thiago. to love it yes give me yeah. fabinho we all want to see it <laughs> oh my god that would be amazing because what do we see of that 45 minutes do we even get a full hour of that? Uh, yeah, it was against Chelsea, right? No, no, because it was the second 45 um, against yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, so Tiago against Chelsea. But, in that game, right? Yeah, Tiago came on, but didn't he come in for Henderson? I don't, I don't remember. I but just then remember. who started against Everton? That was the only other game that we had from him in the first half of the season when you had the center backs. Um, keep talking, I'll look. Because I'm trying to remember. Because I, I think it was Fabinho, Hendo, and Tiago in that game. Yeah. And that was in my opinion, one of their so best wonder, attacking games all season. Like say we get down to the end of May and it's like the second to last game of season. We've, we've top four is booked. You're like booked. You're clearly in third, second yeah, place. Doesn't matter at that point. You're seven not Seven points out. clear with two games to go. You're finishing third. That's it. Give me Kabak and Davis. Yeah. Give me Kabak. yeah Fabinho, Henderson. Play together. And let's, and like, was in Everton, what's sorry. behind us. So at Everton. So that's the only do. time, that's the only time we've gotten to see that this year. And that was clearly Oh, I'm sorry, David, you were talking. My bad. My bad, David. You were saying something? Come back, well, homie. Well, we were Come just going to go back. Yeah, oh. that was clearly the plan coming, <laughs> coming into the season. Having a midfield, if you're going midfield three, Fabinho, Henderson, and Thiago, we've only seen it for about an hour and a half all season. I mean, come on. That's what we want to see. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and we, we just never get the freaking chance, you know? And we should have won <laughs> that game. Fucking shit. Well, they got to get into that. But, uh, but yeah, but seeing what the center backs do and how they develop is going to be an interesting question. Um, but, Andrew, as you were kind of driving this part of it, to answer your question, I think that we are going to be pleasantly surprised by Davies and might take a little bit longer for Kabak, honestly. We might see Davies before we see Kabak. That's what I'm thinking. Just because of the age. That's 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 why. Do any of them start against City? No. Nah. Neither one of them. Hopefully Fabinho's <laughs> no. good. And if it's Fabinho and Henderson, I'm okay. But if it's Fabinho and even say throw Williams out there, let's see it. And what do you think? Uh, yeah, there's no way Williams starts. I, I, or, I, I said Williams. Williams. I'm sorry. Phillips. I meant Phillips. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, I doubt it'll be Nat too, just because like the pace of Sterling and mm -hmm. some of the other players they have. I just, 
Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think they're probably going to try to get Fabinho back in, and then it'll be Fabinho Hendo. Think so, Fabinho Hendo. Fuck yeah. me, Jesus. Who do you start at the back, Andrew? Who you got against Manchester City? Who are not actually scoring all that many goals. They're just really good defensively, and they get the goals they need. Look, I'm going all in. Chips are all in. Uh, kebab starts on Sunday. Oh, shit. Wow. I'm going all in. All right, I like That's it. bold. And like the it. reason is, um, I just love his confidence. That's it. I I seen the oh, Twitter. Kids got swag. Yeah, I, I I've seen the interview. He's like, go on, kid. And then he's like, yeah, because he, here's the thing. No, and then here's, if he gets humbled, he's just like, welcome, welcome to the, to the Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> and here my thing is like, I feel like center back position is not like it's not so complex as our midfield position, right? That's or, fair. Or 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 where our fullbacks are, are our fullbacks either because that's where our creativity comes in. So, I mean, obviously, I'm not comparing Kabak to Virgil van Dyke, but Virgil van Dyke was just like, yo, homie, FA Cup, what's up? Oh, okay, I'm, I'm here. And then he started every game since, basically, right? So, I'm just thinking that there are certain – there are some players it, – it, it, it's a 50-50, really, because there are some players that take a while. Fabinho, I'm looking at Fabinho. I'm looking at Rabo. I'm still looking at Minamino. Um, Keita took a bit. And then there's some players that walk straight in. Thiago. Van Dyke, Salah. Well, hasn't just okay, but those are no. But he, that's, he did that's walk a in his unfair. debut, didn't he? But then he got injured. Had he not got injured, he would have he would have kept playing thousand yes. percent. Yeah, one hundred. Salah but walked in. But what do you have experience in. that he's having now, where he's not having the impact that I think he'd like to have? You know what I mean? Like what that was going to happen. At yeah, some but we 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 sure. said this before the season even started. No, whether they we realize the or... kind of player he is, he's not going to be the guy that makes the incisive pass. He's not going to be the guy that scores goals. He's going to be the guy that moves the ball forward. Liverpool are moving the ball forward. They're just not scoring the goals. So yeah, yeah, yeah we look at it and say Tiago's not having the impact that we have. But then because everything else around him is kind of gone to shit, it then becomes is Tiago slowing down the fast break of Liverpool? Well, no, it's because they're not pressing up front and they're not winning the ball higher up the pitch like they normally yeah. do. It's because they don't have a Sadio Mane out there. It's because they don't have an Abi Keita, somebody who's yeah. shuttling the ball back and forth. It's all of these different things. It's because Trent isn't having a good game. It's Yeah, so with, with Thiago, it's just he is not in the situation that he was brought in for. So I don't want to just sit here and completely defend him because he's also not been great. He's been okay. But yeah. he's not playing in the setup that he was brought in for. And well, right, be, you know, you, that, that makes a big difference. When you're trying to get honest, stuck too, into a team that's low on confidence, it's tough too, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. right. And he's not playing around the players that he would have been playing around. You know what all I mean? Right, so he like, would have developed the chemistry with Van Dyke and so on and so forth, getting that pass, coming in deep, whatever, you know, things like this, that chemistry, like, the confidence. At this like level, position, it's, though, it's the it's fine margins. Say again? Like our center back. It's yeah. kind of complicated, like because of that high line, line play. like mm-hmm. distribution through the middle. Yeah. He would have had a less. Like he would have had six, five days, five what? days, homie. Crash course. He would have had a five whole days. week. Five, he's probably training with the under eights, the under twenty threes, and the first team. He's doing three a days, baby, for five oh, days gosh. straight. He good. He good. He gonna be <laughs> all right. Hopefully, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't know. I think it's. It's big shoes to fill, so I don't of I don't course. expect them to do either. It all. Either he's playing against City and Jesus, or he's playing against Vardy against Leicester. Which I mean, 
I Welcome mean, to the Premier League. Realistically, maybe he's not playing against either. But also, I think Vardy's still <laughs> out. Well, fuck him. But anyway. I mean, but realistically, Jurgen probably doesn't play him for either. But uh, <laughs> and plays Davis instead. Davies doesn't play either. He's probably going to play Hendo and Fabinho. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> That's crazy. the one thing that we one thing we can absolutely rely on from Jurgen Klopp is once he figures out, like, all right, this is my best option. He doesn't really deviate. Like. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's why it's like kind of surprising that he's actually stuck with Milner and Shakiri as much as he has because well, Milner's been good though, and that's the thing. But but he had to play his way into it is what I'm saying. Is like yeah. it wasn't like I'm putting Milner out there and because that's my number one guy, it was basically like oh Milner is hot right now, so I'm gonna keep him out there. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, because like against United. And because Curtis Pats, Jones, yeah, Curtis Jones, Henderson, and Wijnaldum, when that was midfield, they were doing well. With Thiago, Jones, and uh, Wijnaldum, it seemed like that might be okay. But yeah, Milner has been riding the hot hand. So wait, so just to be clear, Kabak is going to be like Lovren was last year. He's going to play like two games. Oh, that, he's, well, no, he's, he I think he's going to play hurt. more than that. But I just don't think he's going to be in right away. Like, I think we might see Diogo Jota before we see Kabak, honestly. Interesting. Okay. Can't wait to get Jota back, man. Oh, Lord. I miss him. <laughs> just need that, like, no, I think, personality. No, I think that's, you know? a, that's yeah. a red herring. I don't think that's the answer to our to all of our players. You don't think Jota's going to help things? Although, Mr. Jota, 40-goal-a-season guy. I know. I understand that. It. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Darius. Hold on. I'm just saying that's too I'm, – I'm trying to equate Jota coming back and all of our problems being gone, just like people were saying. Oh, no, oh, just course. shoot from distance. Like, well, we were saying the same thing. Like a lazy take. We were saying the same thing two months ago. As soon as they get Tiago back, they'll be good. Like, of course. Adding a player back isn't necessarily going to sure, change sure, everything. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no. So it will help, and I'm just hoping more, more than his influence on a pitch – it influence the mentality of the all of the yeah. overall group because well, I'd argue that's more important than the his influence on the pitch, if that makes sense. Like well, because like, again, at this level, fine margins, inches, altitude. ability to rotate too, you know. Because yeah. like right now we're like a Mo Salah injury away from like the attack having no teeth. So like, like my dog Firmino, Origi, <laughs> and Shakiri. Yeah. Like yeah. It could be real ugly, you know, because Sadio's out. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know. He hasn't appeared in training yet, so but hopefully he's back for uh, yeah. Sunday. I thought today missed Sadio badly. Oh, yeah. At the very he's least, really for someone who's going to be, yeah, just a bit, yeah, on the shoulder, but also just a bit more direct because, I mean, how often was it we were just looking at guys just like, all right, we're going to get into that same routine, send it wide. Like with right. Sadio, he'll attack his defender and yeah, he'll, 50, he'll 50 at that point. You need that. Yeah. So what, what what's our predictions for City? Good lord. I mean, we, forget starting lineup. I don't. We don't have it. Uh, I know. I was kind of avoiding this, but we're getting to the end. So let's talk about Manchester City. Um, before we get into the prediction, uh, let's just put it into context. City have been great this year. Uh, City are starting to get back to where they were a couple of seasons ago. Even though they are missing Kevin De Bruyne, uh, they've kind of done it by committee uh, with Phil Foden in the midfield. They brought in Bernardo Silva, who's looked decent at times, Ryan Mares. Of course, they've got a million options. Uh, things are going well enough with City that they're uh, 
they're weathering that storm. And the back line has been amazing. Ruben Diaz, people are talking about, oh, he's even better than Virgil van Dyke because of how few goals they've given up. They've also spent like a quarter of a billion dollars on the defense. Let's talk about that as well. But <laughs> the fact that the defense for City has been as good as it is, and we know that their attack can get better, everyone's looking at City like, all right, they're going to run away with things. So coming into this, it's not going to be a back 10 like Liverpool have seen at points a season but a very stingy defense and an attack that we know is really good. So that's kind of the outlook for city. As we look at how things stand, Liverpool issues with scoring goals against a really strong defensive side that can also go and score goals when they want. David, what's your prediction for city? Uh, I think, you know, they're going to approach it like, they're not going to just come at us. I don't think like they'll see it as like they're, we're like a wounded animal, like be careful as you approach. Cause this is when they're at their most desperate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and they know that we show up to play them. They know that we show up to big games. When the first time we kicked their ass uh, fourth, that four, three, we were barely in fourth. They had already won the damn league. You know what I mean? It was over by then. Like we had really no business, but we weren't afraid of them. We're not going to be afraid of them in this game because we know they'll play football, which we love a game of football. So I I don't think Pep's just going to be like, Oh, they're there for the taking go get them boys. (laughs) You know what I mean? So they will be stingy. They will be careful as at the same time, they'll have chances. We'll have chances. I think ultimately, Kind of like you saw in the last one, it's going to come out kind of even. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Yeah, sounds about right. Andrew, you got like 15 to 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same same thing because uh, Pep Pep's not going to go for it because he knows when he goes for it, we just destroy them. So he's not going to do that. So you're saying? Uh, he's not going to mentally batter his team that way. So, yeah, it, it will be 1-1 one, one or – Unfortunately, we might lose because of our deficiencies. Because again, fine margins. We might lose by a goal. I say Tiago Masterclass 2 1. Up the Reds. Let's get it. <laughs> I still got the faith, baby, even though I'm in pain. I still got it. You I might be crazy. It. Hey, I'm going to be all right. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to be drinking. Like, be when I wake right. up, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Day.